Welcome to 5 Minutes in Church History, hosted by Dr. Stephen Nichols, where we take a little break from the present to go exploring the past. Travel back in time as we look at the people, events, and even the places that have shaped the story of Christianity. This is our story, our family history. Let's get started. Well, I can't imagine that this happens often, but an article written by a librarian at the University of Glasgow and published on the library's website on September 21st, 2016, that article sparked worldwide attention. Again, I'm not sure that happens very often, but it happened this time, and the article was about a Hebrew Bible. Now, this is not just any Hebrew Bible. This is a Hebrew Bible that is published with the original Hebrew on one side and a Latin translation next to it. It was published in Basel in Switzerland in 1546. Now, we have to just first pause here and recognize what a monumental feat this is. This would have had to have been typeset. Every single page would have been needed to be typeset. And if you've ever seen Hebrew, we're talking about very intricate letters and also significant what we call vowel points, both above and below the lines. So we would have had to have a very skilled typesetter, first of all, an engraver who engraved the type, and then a very skilled typesetter and obviously skilled proofreaders to just publish this Bible in the first place. And it was published in Basel. Basel was one of the best publishing. In fact, when Calvin was first converted, he went to Basel, spent a few months there specifically so he could learn the book trade and the ins and outs of publishing because he knew what a crucial role books would play in the formation of the Reformation. Well, this particular Bible is very special, not only because it's a Hebrew and Latin text published in 1546, but it is very significant because of its owner. If you were to turn over the title page, on the back of the title page, you would see this signature, J-O period, which is short for the English is John or the Latin is Johannes, J-O period Knox, and it is dated 1561. That's right. This is John Knox's Bible, and you can imagine the excitement of that librarian at the University of Glasgow when they discovered that, yes, we have John Knox's Bible. And so now you can understand why an article published on their website got so much attention. This is a fascinating book. It gives us some great insight into the Reformation. The Reformers were, first of all, people of the book. They were about restoring preaching. They were about restoring the Bible to the center of church's life and restoring biblical authority as the sole guide for the church. What this shows us is that the reformers just didn't simply care about the Bible, but that they studied the Bible. We find within this book, not only John Knox's signature, but we also find within this Bible, his notes and annotations. This was a book that John Knox spent a lot of time in. Uh, one of the scholars of John Knox at the University of Edinburgh talks about how while Knox was in Geneva, he was introduced to the great Hebraist Gilby. This is Anthony Gilby. He was a very close friend of John Knox. They were exiled together in Geneva. This is under the reign of Bloody Mary uh, back in Great Britain and Scotland. And while he was in Geneva with Gilby, he learned Hebrew. And it was probably there in Geneva that he picked up this Bible being published in Switzerland. And when he got back to Scotland, 
he signed it and he put this date in it. As I said, this was a book that he studied because this was the Word of God in its original language in the Old Testament. And this is what Knox was about preaching. And this was what Knox wanted to restore to the life of the church. Well, we don't know what happened to the rest of John Knox's books. Many of them were lost. So hopefully this will only be the first of many such serendipitous discoveries of John Knox's books. And hopefully we'll be seeing more articles from more Scottish library websites on John Knox's books. I'm Steve Nichols. Thanks for joining us for five minutes in church history. For more information or to listen to past episodes, please visit 5minutesinchurchhistory.com.